0: to the Horrible Things Podcast. This is a true crime and disaster podcast where we talk all things horrible, whether it be a murder, whether it be a building collapsing. My name is Emma Sexton. I am the host of this podcast. And today I am joined by Noelle Sexton. And Noelle, you've been on the podcast several times now. Yes. So this is actually the first episode of It's Kind we're going to be doing because today we're actually covering a cult. It's Kind. Yeah, the first of its kind. Like we've done murders, we've done. <laughs> I thought you meant like, like, like it's horrible. Like I thought you're gonna talk about like something nice. Oh like, no, <laughs> like, it's just we, not- you know we've done murders, we've done buildings collapsing, okay. but we've never covered it's a kind. cult before. Okay, I've always considered. No do you know anything about? No, before anyone gets excited, this isn't the topic we're doing. But do you know anything about like Charles Manson and all that cult stuff? No, nothing. I I mean I know the name like Charles Manson is like a familiar name but I actually I don't know what it would mean. Do you know any like anything at all about cults? I know what it is. Here, why don't you give what your like definition of a cult is? Um I it's like a group of people who believe like strongly believe in a certain thing and a lot of times you like will pay to be in that certain group and they do a lot of weird things most of the time. That kind of sounds like Honestly, sometimes I'm like, what's the difference between a cult and a pyramid scheme? A pier- what do you mean pyramid scheme? I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> what is a pyramid scheme? A uh, pyramid scheme is like... So it's it's kind of like a thing where if you pay a certain amount of money, they'll like let you... Okay, let me give an example. So you know how... um. There's all those like brands on Instagram and stuff that are like, hey, become an ambassador for our brand. Yeah. But first you have to buy two of our bathing suits so that you can try them on and take pictures in them and then you'll get your code so you can start getting 15% off. When in reality, they already hiked the price up so that 15% off is just how much it should cost normally. Uh And to become an ambassador to get the discount code, you have to buy two bathing suits at full price. So that's a pyramid scheme because they're making you feel like you get a special deal or like you're getting something cool in return when actually they're just like kind of scamming you out of your money. Okay, because I know people who've done that because I know people who would like, I don't know about buying two bathing suits. I didn't like hear that part, but who would like have bathing suits sent to them and get a code and they would like post and it would be like free like publicity for them and like all these people they tag them and say like i'm an ambassador and like put it in their bio and stuff like that like the name of the company yeah i watched this video on youtube about the fact that like bang energy you know like bang energy drinks yeah they do like the same thing like you become you go through this like ambassador program and it's like at every step of it you have to like buy more bang energy and like make a bunch of videos about bang energy and then like if you make it through all the ambassador stuff then at the end like maybe you can get a free drink but mostly it's like you're making all this content stuff because you're trying to like aspire to become an ambassador but being an ambassador doesn't mean anything because they're just trying to get out of you like just the training drink. program well, not for free. It's like free drinks and like oh, money. Well, well, They'll well, pay well. you whatever. Because being interviewed is like 79 cents or something like that. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> so I feel like that's not worth it. But it's it. like, yeah, a pyramid scheme is, wh- is far different th- than a cult. But sometimes they can seem a little bit similar because it's like all of a sudden everyone you know is an ambassador for this bikini company. Uh-huh. And you're like, what? Yeah, yeah I think our, br- I think it was like Breezy Swimsuit or something no, like that. No, there's one. I swear it started with like a K. It was like because I know I had a close friend who like she was like, oh, this bathing suit company like like put my thing and it was like a couple years ago. So I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Usually all those companies that like comment on your Instagram posts and they're like, hey, um, you can like just come to our Instagram page and like check it out. And then you can we want you to be like an ambassador for our brand that just like comment on your Instagram posts and stuff. Those are usually all pyramid schemes. Yeah. Kind of creepy. That is creepy. Yeah. yeah, I I feel like I knew a friend like two years ago who was involved in an extreme. Okay, so it was a pyramid scheme, but it was like one where you actually did get something cool in return. Like there was a really cool thing at the end of it. I don't want I don't want this person to feel upset by saying their mm-hmm. thing was a pyramid scheme, but it was because it was like you. If you raise this amount of money, you'll get this awesome thing in return, but there's like different, there's like three different deadlines you have to hit. So say you have to have like $1,500 by the first deadline, $5,000 by the second deadline and like $7,500 by the third deadline. So if you can't raise like enough money to hit that deadline, then you're automatically disqualified. But instead of giving you your money back, they keep it. So it's like, say you hit the five thousand dollar deadline. So you've given them five thousand dollars already, and then instead of raising seventy five hundred, you can only get to like sixty five hundred. They automatically disqualify you, so you can't get this awesome thing at the end like anymore. And they don't no. And they don't give you your money back. So you lost sixty five hundred dollars because and you don't get anything. But if you do hit the seventy five hundred dollars, you get like a really cool thing in return, but while this person was doing this i was like okay yes it would be really awesome to do all this stuff you get at the end and like it would be super sick but you're a hundred percent it was like a trip oh and i was like yeah you're a hundred percent in a pyramid scheme right now (laughs) like this is just because it it's it was totally legit like they got to go on this cool trip and all that stuff and i was like that's sick awesome experience but also it's like kind of sus that Yeah, but got also you go? got to go, and it was awesome. It looked so cool, but I was like also kind of highly suspect that if you didn't yeah. like hit your deadline, they would just keep all your money. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that screams pyramid scheme. We did that, okay? Not that, but like, do you remember in like uh, elementary school we used to do those like fundraiser things, and like you would win prizes like along the way, though. Not like that's why I asked if you get stuff along the way because. Do you not remember this? I do remember this. Like, like it was we would like sell wrapping paper <laughs> or it, it and was like cookies. Big, it was big catalog and it would be like yeah. they had cookies, wrapping paper, candles, like everything. Yeah. It was basically like um bed bath and body or it was like bed, bath and, be, bed, bath, <laughs> bed, and bed, body. Bed bath and body works. And body works. <laughs> it was like um I can't even think of like what store that was. Bed Bath & Beyond? It's like Bed Bath & Beyond (laughs) in a catalog. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like this little And we'd go door to door. Oh my God. We'd go door to door selling wrapping paper and stuff. And I would just like walk up to mom and be like, how much can you buy? I want this. I want... I wanna I wanna get look at what a prize I can get if I raise a billion dollars. I can get like a yeah. slinky. It was like if you make five thousand dollars selling wrapping paper, you can have yeah. a video game truck come to yes. school. Oh my god, and the video like, game truck. I never made it. No, honestly we were slackers. It was yeah. the same same way we were with Girl Scout cookies. But you know what? <laughs> I will just say this. Expose me <laughs> <You> like that? <laughs> Even though we sucked at selling Girl Scout cookies, at least we weren't one of those kids that won like the grand prize because their parents sold all their cookies for them. That's true. Only children be like. <laughs> <laughs> that was just I'm kidding. There's a lot Don't. of really great only children. However. Only children? Like. Is that the right? Only children? No. Only child? Only child. Uh, only child. Only
1: children. I, feel, I was like, that is
0: just not correct. But I thought it was like the only. <clears throat> I was like, solo child, solo children. I was like, that's solo not child. I was like that so child. <laughs> I feel like this is just we're all, going off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, um, but like they were that's weird. Oh my god! And the guy he would like there was like a guy who came to like pitch it, like pitch the idea for like this catalog, like look at all of these toys you can have. And I remember there he would call up one kid. And that one kid would get to stand there with his, like, arms out. And he would put, like, the fake snake on him and, like, the slinkies. Do you remember the imagination machine? The best time of my life. No, the imagination machine killed my soul. What? (laughs) don't don't drag <laughs> okay, them guys so just a little uh explanation because also, i'm certain this yeah, must have not been a, a, a countrywide thing let me know if this happened at your elementary school but at our elementary school there's a thing where like once a year, you would submit a story, and um, Ugh, these people it. would come to our school. There were like five of them, and they would set up all these props and stuff. And basically, they would perform your story like on the stage in the we called it the NPR multi-purpose room. <laughs> but they would they would a, perform the stupidest name. <laughs> <laughs> this room is used room. for many things. Let's, what should we call it? Multi-use room. No, no too short m-u-r <laughs> mom that's stupid wait mom <laughs> mom they brought <laughs> they brought gold frankincense and myrrh the multi-use room <laughs> oh my god that's good What? Are but anyway talking? oh imagination yes machine. imagination machine they brought like there was these five adults it would come and they would bring props and it was super awesome they'd perform people's stories but you know what but the worst part you know is what? that they were adults <laughs> and they were before it was that was now that i think about it that's like that must suck
1: don't what? you think doing that, they that job just,
0: yeah i'm sure they had fun i'm sure they were all actors and you know i'm sure they ended up as great stars on tv shows because they were wonderful yeah, actors actually, mandy moore was um part of the imagination, imagination. No, I'm <laughs> i thought you were serious i was like oh my god i just wow no, but like I just vividly remember. So every year we'd have a deadline where it was like, submit your stories because the imagination yeah. machine will pick like four stories to get performed. I just remember every year I submitted a story Same. and it never got chosen. I know I would work for hours and hours <laughs> coming up with the best story for the imagination machine and they would never pick my story. And so I feel like by the end of elementary school, my creativity for yeah. writing was stolen it was just dead because i was like you know what if i'm not good enough for the imagination machine what could i possibly be I good <laughs> it writing I for never got picked but i remember my like star my shining moment was they you know how they would do like ones where you could like interact with them yeah they made me like hold something like i got to come up on stage and like hold a can of Sprite or something I don't know why I remember being Sprite but it was (laughs) and I was holding like a can of Sprite and I was like I've made it this is it this is the peak of life yeah this is my yeah and I remember coming home like literally sprinting home after school because we live like right by our school and just being like dad you're not gonna believe what i've done today (laughs) i I said do you remember the one time guys this actually happened i'm not even kidding this actually happened in our elementary school we were sitting in the multi-purpose room watching the spelling bee one year and we're sitting there watching the spelling bee having a grand old time and the spelling bee ends and we're like oh now we have to go back to class whatever blah 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 And all of a sudden, the principal calls over the loudspeaker. No one go outside. There is a swarm of bees (gasps) traveling across campus. Was that in middle school? No, this was in elementary elementary school. school. No one can exit the NPR. And I just remember being like, so we're trapped in the spelling bee because a swarm of bees has come (laughs) tumbling across our campus. That's so good. To this day, it's one of the most ironic situations I've ever been in. Oh, oh my God. Do you love? Do you like that I didn't even like notice why that was funny? I was like ironic. <laughs> I was like, why is that ironic? And then I was like, oh, spelling B, yeah, and B. What slow. are the odds that that? You are a little slow. I won't. Yeah, I, I won't deny it. Cut <laughs> that part out. I'm, <laughs> I'm, <glad. laughs> just, I'm just so embarrassed because I like <laughs> that was an obvious connection. Like you said it, and I just didn't even. Yeah. No. Also why are we talking about this i don't know i don't even know how we got on that pyramid school elementary elementary school (laughs) (laughs) let's be honest elementary school is one big pyramid scheme and to be honest the one we went to is kind of a cult our elementary school okay (laughs) we're gonna get sued (laughs) we just called our elementary school a pyramid scheme a cult why why would you say that the parents of our elementary school. Oh my school god. The were moms were real occult. A, <laughs> a cult of jogger moms. <laughs> I swear you had to like pay and then they would like supply you with like yoga pants, a cup of coffee in the morning, a hat that says our city name on it. <laughs> yes. And um, wine nights every Wednesday or something like yeah, that. Yeah. They would play uh, Bunko. <laughs> oh my god oh my god i know who that is too they all play punk 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 they all play and they would like drink wine and we'd be upstairs like playing weed or something (laughs) (laughs) i literally dominated at weed tennis okay well (laughs) you know what you were good at bowling we bowling no one that is not something to be proud of i just gotta and we tennis is yes we tennis takes skill especially if we could not do we boxing (laughs) i remember us being like (laughs) or baseball boxing today we couldn't baseball baseball i still hate baseball and i Mm. think that's where it stems from not being able to hit the stupid ball (laughs) always getting a foul i hate it (sighs) anyway let's talk about at least wait (laughs) i was not done okay well now it's just like too late the moment has passed the moment has passed continue but you know what the moment has not passed for cults cults what okay so i'm gonna give you a google definition of what a cult is so according to google actually according to oxford dictionary so, according to Oxford, a cult is a system of religious veneration and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. And I love that the, the example they give is the cult of St. Olaf. St. <laughs> Olaf? Yes. As in frozen? As in frozen. Literally spelled the exact same way. But anyway. I also just, like, don't know what that definition said, I don't think. Do you ever, like, look up a definition and it gives you, like, the (laughs) other form of that word and you're like, well, now I have to look this up? Or, like, you look up a word and it, like, says a bunch of things and you're like, well, I don't know what any of those words mean. No. Oh. (laughs) Slow. Like we agreed before. (laughs) I'm um... kidding. No, I don't think that really happens to me because I usually just look up things on, um, like, if I can't figure out what it means, I look it up on Urban Dictionary. okay i we're gonna okay anyway today we will be discussing the heaven's gate cult have you ever heard of this i found my other earring okay have you ever heard of the heaven's gate cult no nothing at all about it no that surprises me i wonder if it's because okay so we're this cult is technically still active today though i can't confirm it has more than like two members but this cult is like extremely famous. Like I think this must be the second most famous cult. What's the first? Charles Manson, just him. his cult. Okay, but I feel like this must be one of the most fam- like infamous cults in the United States history. At least it's like I I don't know I don't know how you don't know about this actually, because I definitely feel like we've watched a documentary on it before. Maybe that was just me though but um i first heard about this cult when i was maybe like 15 i think just from like hearing references about it sometimes people reference it in like music i think i might have heard about it when i was looking some stuff up about the museum of death which we'll talk about later um but i want to go to that yeah me too dude but um this cult is i don't this is just an absolutely insane story So, Heaven's Gate is a cult created in the um, '70s, actually in the 1970s, and it's what they classify as a UFO cult. So, basically, UFO cult. It's like a type of cult that kind of merges technology and religion. So they believe in some of them believe in like God. They believe in Jesus. They believe in like these classical figures of religion and like these things like the resurrection. Also, aliens. But, yeah, but they also believe in aliens and Whoa. they believe in, like, spaceships, UFOs. It's basically a giant merging of technology and religion into one cool. cult. Well, it's kind of weird because, like, Heaven's Gate in particular, one of their beliefs was, like, God was an alien and, like, Mary was impregnated with Jesus on a UFO. Oh, my God. I have. I've not, no, I've heard of this. For sure heard of this. Like, I don't, I don't do know what. Beliefs. That just, like, made me, like thoughts were rushing into my brain because yes <laughs> the thing about mary being like impregnated by an alien i swear it must have been in like a movie maybe they referenced it in a movie that they I've actually because i can like see like like someone saying that like yeah i don't know i think maybe we did hear about it in like an episode of a crime show when we were kids probably but um yeah so they had a bunch of weird re- beliefs about technology and religion and it actually started as like a christian sect so it was very like grassroots in its beginning. It it branched off of Christianity, um, and it was started by these two people, um, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles, which sound like fake names, <laughs> they right? Really do but those are their real names. Um, and they were basically they had very very completely different life. So Marshall Applewhite, um, in the seventies, he was actually a music teacher in Texas, and eventually he was actually fired from the college he was working at because he had um relations with one of his male students Ooh. at the college so not great already not yeah. off to a great start here but basically he was fired from his college and while he was just kind of like wandering around no job his marriage of uh 18 years was ending and that's when he met bonnie nettles who at the same time that he was like getting divorced her 23 year marriage was ending and they both found that he actually met Bonnie Nettles at a at like a talk where she was reading people's like astrology and auras and all this stuff. And they met, and she said that he had a very interesting aura. And because of this, they kind of became partners as the co-founders and leaders of the Heaven's Gate cult. So, um, they Nettles and Applewhite basically were convinced, uh, convinced by each other that they were god's prophets sent to like teach about the things that they had learned from space about like about heaven's gate basically their whole thing was that we have the keys to heaven's gate that's why the cult was called heaven's gate so um apple appleway and nettles like they decided to go on this spiritual road trip where they were like defining their doctrine basically like coming up with their own Uh religious book and they decided to go on this spiritual road trip, and they actually went camping in this forest. and when they came out, that's where that's when they like had fully decided, okay yeah, we're gonna go like look for followers and teach people about this religion that we have. And a lot of the actual doctrine of the cult came from Presbyterianism. I don't know if that's actually a word, but Presbyterian is. is like, okay, so it's like you know how Christianity has like uh Lutheran Catholic, yeah. Presbyterian is just another. Um, okay. Denomination of Christianity. Okay. And his dad was actually a minister, and so he believed that like extraterrestrials were incorporated in like Presbyterian doctrine and just that no one was actually like seeing it. So, he believed Applewhite actually believed by the end of this like spiritual road trip that he was the second coming of Christ. And, like, all that stuff I was telling you before that, like, God was an alien and he believed that they were living in the end times. And he took a lot of that belief from the fact, like, things he had learned growing up Presbyterian as well as um, the chapter of Revelation in the Bible. Like, learning about the end times and that's what, like, they believed. They actually, uh, they went, so after finding out what their doctrine was and all this. Applewhite and Nettles actually um, traveled around the country for like six months. And keep in mind that Nettles had two kids and she like left them with her ex-husband for literally like six months while they were traveling around the country, like talking about talking to people and gathering followers. Like people talk about it as if it was like they believed they were disciples, like Peter and John and just like Jesus was saying, drop everything you have and follow me and people did that like they completely they sold all their belongings they completely separated themselves from their families and they just followed wow that's imagine like being do you like being their kids actually i watched this really interesting uh, documentary where it was an interview with bonnie nettle's daughter really yeah and she talked about the fact that even when no but she talked about the fact that even when she was a kid, like her mom would look at this guy with her and be like, there's UFOs up there. That's like, crazy. Like, it was a long held belief. Oh my God. Imagine before having telling day. us that. I, 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 I don't would, know. Like, I don't know what I would do. I would probably believe it, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. I feel like but when like, you're a kid, you believe yeah, everything. As a kid, if your mom told you, like, oh, there's UFOs up there, like, and then your whole life you hear about, like, the possibility of UFOs from just, like, any other person, you're like, oh, well, my mom just believes it. Like, she knows for sure and they don't. Yeah oh gosh weird but um anyway as they're like starting this cult they actually fun fact marshall applewhite actually got arrested while they were in kansas because he stole a rental car and (laughs) because they had literally no money and he went to jail for six months and it was in his time in jail that he actually like refined (sighs) their doctrine and like the beliefs as a cult and um so heaven's gate believed that life uh like the transition from life to death could be overcome by like a metamorphosis of some type. What? Kind of like they believe that you had to ascend to a higher level and then death wouldn't, it was like eternal life, promising eternal, eternal life. That's interesting. Uh, obviously, like they completely made all of this up and they actually called themselves the two. They're, they had many nicknames. At first, they went by Bo and Peep. Then they went by um, Doe what? and Tee. Like the rest of their, they called themselves Doe and T. So T was Bonnie, Doe was Marshall. And uh, they also called themselves the two after Revelation, where it talks about um, two people overcoming death. That's so weird. There's actually in, I think it's Hinduism. I don't know if they actually, I think they still use it. Like people who um, uh, follow like Hinduism, that it's called the caste system. And it's like, if you ascend, there's like different tiers. It's like a pyramid. And if you, like, ascend, like, when you're reborn in your next life, you can, like, go up. Like, if you lived a good life as, like, a bottom tier whatever, I can't remember the names, then you could, like, go up level by level in each of your lives. And then once you, like, Mm. once you got to, like, the top level, you could, like, like, go to whatever their sort of, like, heaven is. I can't remember what it's called interesting but it's like the top not that level. we're calling hinduism a cult no no just that i'm saying it's like that's the same like that system is like used in a lot of religions yeah yeah it's super interesting um but they they also told people like they contacted this one guy named hayden hughes mm-hmm. so he's like a scientist who was looking for ufos and like extraterrestrial things which was still like a big program at the time i mean nasa invested like millions of dollars into searching for extraterrestrials never found anything but um they contacted him bonnie and marshall did and they said that they could communicate telepathically they were interested in anything he had to say and they wanted to share their beliefs on ufos and religion with him uh and they told him that if they wanted to reach if he wanted to reach them all he had to do was pray the lord's prayer to bonnie and marshall what yeah so, you know, the Lord's Prayer, I think it's in John 17 in the Bible. Okay. Um, basically, it's like God's Jesus's prayer to God when he's about to go to the cross. And um, basically, he just said, do the recite the Lord's Prayer to us and we will know and we'll call you back. Isn't that weird? Ew, what? Yeah. And did he th- do it? He did it. He did it. <laughs> And the next day they called him back. <gasps> ah, Weird, huh? That's so creepy. I honestly don't know. It makes me wonder what if like, did they bug his office or something? Like, That's what, what I was thinking. Like, honestly, what if they were just like, like had a telescope and they were just like, right, <laughs> watching? you made the call. They were like, we're just being sure. We're just making sure.
1: Yeah, or, or it they was are a coincidence. Just like,
0: I don't know. But or. basically it was things like this where Marshall Applewhite was just a really like charming person. And he was very confident and certain in everything that he was saying. So that just like attracted people to him because they wanted to find this like meaning. And a lot of the people that came to the Heaven's Gate cult um actually came from like hippie counterculture. It was like okay. the remnant. the the last bits of like the hippie culture and mostly it was people who had already like been a part of different religions and were like religious seekers you know it wasn't just like random people it was people that already like were looking around at different religions and wanted to believe something so eventually they came up with like a pretty big following i think at at one point they had um they had a bunch i think it was close to like 60 or 70 members traveling Mm -hmm. with them And more than that, all over the world, because eventually it got bigger and bigger. But it's like at this time, they had like 60 followers, I think. Um, And members actually sold their blood at blood banks in order to get money to keep the cult going, Uh. like keep them traveling together. And people that were wealthy, like gave all their money to the cult. And some people in it were actually like as young as 19 years old. That's bizarre. Literally, like one of the things you had to do to become part of the cult was get rid of everything, including like completely disconnecting from your family. Because one of the things that it's crazy about cults, but one of the things they'll do is like they impose rigid rules and like strict things on their members in order to like cut them off and isolate them from people who would try to prevent them from being in the cult. Was it like a book, like something they had to follow? No, it was Marshall Applewhite. Pretty oh, much. Just like saying these things. Yeah. It was the cult was centered around him and Bonnie, pretty oh. much. I mean, they were because they told them the members that they were aliens wearing human disguises. What? So the me- yeah, so the members believed them and because of that they were like the prophets of God, kind of in a way. And I mean Marshall Applewhite was sitting there telling people, I'm the second coming of Christ. So they follow him without thinking about it, just doing anything that, and everything that he says. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. they're there to follow this person, but this person is preaching about a religion that's bigger than them. But at the same time, the cult is about them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the religion they were following wasn't about Marshall Applewhite, but it was like centered around everything he said. Mm-hmm. But he wanted them to think that it was like someone else speaking through him
1: yeah pretty much
0: or like he he was already ascended to the higher level so he knew things that they didn't know Mm -hmm. and like they needed to let go of their materialism and their human qualities in order to ascend to the next level so like one of the things they talked about was the fact that the body the human body was a container but it wasn't anything that like you needed in order to ascend to the higher level and another thing they said was that like they told none of their members like engaged in any sexual activities no smoking no drinking any of that because they all like they said that was all human materialism and human desire and you had to get rid of that in order to be ready for the spaceships to come and take you home that's so that's like so interesting because it sounds like like uh, like religions that exist like mixed with like a tad of crazy (laughs) like it sounds like something like getting rid of like human desires like an actual thing that like people follow in religions but then it also is just like for what like for what (laughs) what is it what's the what's the end goal here like not like not to be a good person it's just to like make yourself less like a person more like an alien and like then go to like outer space afterwards yeah as like your heaven yeah so um the cult started getting a little bit more attention in the 70s so applewhite and nettles literally hated reporters like they thought that they were giving them a bad rap and all this stuff so they took the entire group and just faded into the background like completely so in 1976 the group traveled across campgrounds in cal uh colorado (laughs) california colorado (laughs) and arizona and it was like 60 to 70 people Mm -hmm. at this point Traveling across campgrounds, like in all these states, especially just campgrounds, campgrounds <laughs> in all these states, especially in Southern California. Actually, the cult was actually founded near San Diego. Hmm. So um, <laughs> sure that makes you feel great. Yeah. But um, um, they traveled across these campgrounds in the 70s, completely isolated from outside society and everyone who wasn't in the cult. Like there were just no contact. No one knew where they went. They just completely went off the grid. Um, so they wanted everyone like apple Applewhite Nettles wanted everyone in the group to make a change because this whole time they were saying like, oh, we're going to be leaving Earth like very soon, very soon because we're in the end times So like everyone needs to make their changes, like deny sex and individuality and then like make that metamorphosis and okay. be ready to leave. I feel like I've heard, now that you're saying it that you just said like they're leaving soon. I, I think I know what's going to happen. 'Cause I think I've heard of this. Yeah. Now this part. Like I think I know what this is. oh uh, Oh uh. Yeah. You know what <laughs> it the... is what I think then it's like then I do know what it is. Yeah. So tea and dough, which are still the names that um nettles and apple are going under, are creating like strict control on everyone in the campsite. Like they control meal times, they control everything and one of the cult members mothers named Nancy Brown actually created like this newsletter after her son had gone on this trip with the cult she created this newsletter to connect with other members of the cults families because they remember they had disconnected from everything mm-hmm. like including their families so no one knew like where their kids were where their where their like cousin uncle husband wife they were just gone so, they, she created this newsletter to try to connect with the families. And one day, um, this newsletter got back to the cult. And applewhite considered it like a big threat because what he saw it as was these parents were going to get together and force their kids to come home therefore making people leave the cult and he like really wanted people to be in the cult obviously so he told all of the people in the cult that um, nancy brown was an agent for the lower forces trying to keep them from ascending and yeah but it's after crazy. this newsletter, he allowed the people in the cult to contact their families because he like didn't want their parents to force them to leave. So he actually there's this, the guy Nancy Brown's son who was in the cult actually um, sent her like this voicemail and was like, you have to pr- tell the, tell all these people like put in the newsletter the names of the um, kids whose parents want to talk to them. And then they will be allowed to call. But tell them that they have to, quote, promise not to kidnap them from the trip. That's so weird. Right? So, um, like I said, this cult was a cult of waiting. Like, their whole thing was that, okay, we're waiting for the aliens to come and take us and, like, ascend. And uh-huh. like I said, this has started in the early 70s. So, there had always been this climate of like, okay, we're getting ready to leave, we're getting ready to leave. But in the when the eighties came along, there started to be a lot of like confusion and doubt Mm -hmm. because like it hadn't come yet. And they were so sure like it's any day now, it's any day now. But then it was always any day now. And it still hadn't come. So in the eighties there started to be a lot of doubt. And even in 1982, even Nettles started to have doubts about everything. Like she was writing letters to her daughter about how she wasn't like sure about Everything that was going on, and actually in the nineteen eighties, the early eighties, Bonnie Nettles was diagnosed with brain cancer, and she died in Texas with the cult. Whoa. And um, Bonnie, uh, so Bonnie's children didn't actually hear about her death or know that she had cancer oh. until months after she had died. That's awful. Because Applewhite she just had never told like her kids. A, did she have like a tumor? Yeah, like oh she had God, she crazy. had brain cancer. Yeah, and so she. Can't her that, kids like, didn't even know she was sick. Also, can like brain tumors make you do like crazy things? Like make you do like act differently? Or, like, yeah, act but she had or? always been like this. Oh, remember? Okay, okay. Like even when she was, she was telling her kids that there were UFOs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that was it. But it was just like another kind of a concerning aspect of the fact that like she died with the cult and like her kids didn't even know she was sick or yeah, that there was a problem sad. until months after she'd passed away. That's really sad. Yeah. So. There was a there's like a really heartbreaking interview where her daughter's like, "Yeah, I was only like mm-hmm. I was I was only like an hour away from where she died. I could have easily come, like, been with my mom. They just didn't tell but her." But she was completely alone under a fake name. Oh. in the hospital when she passed away. Oh, that's so awful. Yeah. Not great. No. However, you can think about this fact in the context of the members of this cult had been told that like in the beginning that when they died or like when they ascended their bodies would go with them so like there was no need to die or anything like that but that like their bodies would be taken into space for the next level Mm -hmm. however when nettles died of cancer obviously applewhite her body was still there so Applewhite had to go back and like revise his doctrine to say that they would be given like a new body when they reached the next level, so they wouldn't ha- necessarily have the bodies that they had on Earth when they went into space. And so that that led to the people who were still in the cult had to acknowledge the fact that death might happen to be necessary for them to go onto the alien spacecraft that oh. was supposed to come pick them up weird yeah because think about it so like they'd been told in the beginning like your body's a container for like your inner self like your alien self um but when we we get beamed up like your body will come with you but now they're being told oh the body's just a container so it, we're fine to leave it behind because then yeah. the, what's inside will get beamed up they actually the members of the cult were told that they had been impregnated with an alien spirit and that's why the cult like teachings that's so bizarre were that's why they were drawn to the teachings of the group and it was like just those specific people yeah who like felt the need to like follow the cult yeah oh that's so weird. basically it's like you're special you're special yeah follow us because you're special you're different from everyone else that's why they don't follow yeah So, basically, after Bonnie died, it was a big, like, shake to the cult, obviously, because she was one of the two co-founders and her body was still there. So, people were like, eh, what's going on? So, then Doe was, like, Doe, Marshall Applewhite, was, like, even more strict on, do you believe this? Do you think this is real? And he came down, like, way more rigid rules on every single member of the cult because he wanted them to be, quote, more focused on the mission. And Applewhite actually this is such a weird fact, but so you remember how I told you he had had relations with one of his male students. Yeah. So he was actually gay, but in the eighties, obviously in the seventies, this was not like a thing, you know, people like it was a thing, but people, but they were, were yeah. super looked down upon and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. they, um, he actually like felt a huge amount of shame. And one of the reasons that he was so adamant about the cult, not being involved in sex was because he was attracted to men. Whoa. And he like avoided having relations with any of the males in the cult because he didn't want to feel attracted to them.
1: And so he was just like oh, one of this the is things part that of our
0: religion. Yes, and so one of the things that he like did, <laughs> one of the things that he did to like say, "Are you in it for the cult?" Was he asked um, some of the men in the cult to castrate themselves with him? That's crazy. So, yeah. So seven men in the cult were surgically castrated in Mexico as a sign that they were leaving behind their mortal selves and their human desires. And he was too? And he was too. That's crazy. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. What? Yes. So disturbing. So they go through the rest of the 80s. like The cult members are slowly dwindling as people are like, okay, nothing's happening. This seems a little fake. Yeah, the cult members are like dwindling, but then in the nineties, the internet became the resting place for the quote higher source, which was the website name that they that Heaven's Gate operated under. Um, and so Applewhite like kept the group together because in the nineties they began using this like new technology in order to share their beliefs with a wider audience. It's actually one of the first cults to use the internet as like a way of recruiting members. So they also use the internet in order to make a living because a lot of their income came from designing web pages for other people <laughs> like the cult would design. <laughs> so random. Yeah. Like. So they were making about $400,000 a year <gasps> from doing wow. this and other odd jobs like the cult members would go out and work, obviously heavily restricted by Marshall Applewhite, who is now like the sole leader of the group. Um, they He would like heavily restrict it, but they would go out work and then give all their money to the cult. Wow. So they actually even had... You know USA Today, the magazine? Yeah. They had ads in it because they... Seriously? Were, yeah. They had like a full page ad in USA Today um in the early 90s. So... That's crazy. Yeah. That's so, so weird. I bet they regret that. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, so funny. I think probably. Do you still feel like you know where this is going? I Honestly, I have no idea, but like I think so because just like the thing about them, like the... I, just... I don't want to spoil it. Keep going. Okay. I think I do. <laughs> so this like new internet recruitment tactic led to what Marshall called the second wave of okay. people. So there were a lot more members than before. Um, not traveling with them. Traveling with them was still around like 60 to 70. But all over the world there became like mostly in the United States. But there came to be more and more people who believed this as like a religion and as something that was true. And Marshall Applewhite was actually putting... um, videos out on the internet like there was initial still on youtube today you can find like marshall applewhite initiation videos and like like actually him yeah him speaking into the camera talking about like how to get into the cult and their beliefs just like speaking and speaking basically giving like a sermon wow so the cult believed that like everything was a warning from above pretty much it was like Mm -hmm. a very much a the world like the universe is telling us what to do So one day while they were camping in California, um, there were fires in an area near them, which caused the sky to turn red, as Mm -hmm. which sometimes does when there's fires. Um, And so the sky turned red and Marshall Applewhite told them that this could be interpreted as that the end times are really near, like weeks, weeks away. So what he told all his followers was that there was a spacecraft uh, following the Hale Bob. I think it's Hale Bob. It could be Hale Bop. What? what? Hail Bob! Hail Bob! Hail Bob! Hail Bob! Hail bop! Okay, I was right. Hail Bob! Yeah, okay, so Wait, there's. I feel a- like you're wrong, actually, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So Hail there's bop. a this thing called the Hail Bob comet. It sounds like a dance. <laughs> Do the Hail Bob, but it only comes around Earth about like once every two thousand years. Okay. And it came by in the nineties while Heaven's go cold heaven's cult heaven's gate was a thing and so what marshall applewhite told people was that the red sky was a sign that there was a spacecraft following the Hale bop comet which would take them all home to the heavens so it was coming and the day that it was coming was march 26 1997 and so higher source ended up posting a red alert on their website and they sent actually fedex packages to like the cult members that had left earlier and in the package was a 90 minute video of Applewhite, like giving the final call and saying like all this stuff and how, like, how to find them and how to join the cult for this like final moment when it was all coming down, they were going to ascend. Okay. Um, so they also, all the members of the cult made this um, video where they said like that, how they were excited to go. One of them said, quote, it's the happiest thing that you can possibly imagine. We're going home. End quote. However, what Marshall Applewhite told all the people in the cult was that in order to ascend, they all had to commit suicide so that they uh-huh. could leave their containers behind yeah. and get on the spacecraft. Okay. You have heard of this? Yes. Yeah. So, what a crazy person. Yeah.
1: So uh, you, another
0: crazy thing—they actually had a last supper together. They all went to Marie <laughs> Callender's in Carlsbad, California. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, a week before their suicide. Oh my god, that must have been crazy. Like all those people. Well, just they all—they all, they all had buzz cuts. They all wore baggy clothing, and they all ordered the exact same thing. They had iced tea, dinner salads, turkey pot pie, and cheesecake with blueberries. They all had the exact same thing because that, remember that's the thing of the cult—denying individuality was a part of the cult yeah and there's even and they had a, there's to get a video, even though defies the, the best. <laughs> there's a that video sucks. that I watched, which was Marshall Applewhite's last message before the suicides. and it is horrifying, it's horrifying. One of the things that he said was, "Hailbach brings closure to Heaven's gate. Our 22 years of classroom here on planet Earth is finally coming to conclusion. Graduation from the human evolutionary level. We're happily prepared to leave this world. Mm.
1: Isn't that horrifying?
0: Yes, that is. Yeah. So basically what happened was that uh, in this, there was this process where the members of the cult would have 15 people kill themselves, assisted by nine people. 15 people killed themselves, assisted by nine people. And then the final nine would kill themselves because they ate, putting in applesauce that had been, that had like poisons in it. Uh, And they took it with vodka. So it was like this deadly mixture. And at the very end, uh, 39 bodies were found in a mansion uh, in this really nice neighborhood called Rancho Santa Fe. Mm -hmm. In Rancho Santa Fe, California. 39 bodies were found, all wearing the exact same outfit, all laid in the same position, all wearing black and white Nikes uh, with bags over their head covered in a purple shroud. So like this purple cloth. And they were all laid in the exact same way. And they all had patches on their arms that said, exit earth. 39 That's people crazy. found in the exact same position all committed suicide because of the Heaven's Gate cult and their teachings. Wow. Yeah. So, in and it, it's so upsetting because in Marshall Applewhite's like last video, he, one of the things he says, I actually like wrote this down because it was literally so like ridiculous is because he one of the things he's st- like the thing he started the video off with was saying hi we're heaven's gate people will automatically label us cult religious radicals blasphemy like that were blasphemy so he's starting by being like we're not a cult i'm acknowledging the fact that people call us a cult and i tell you we're really not a cult but then he tells all of his groups like he tells all of his people that they should commit suicide in order to like be a part of the cult and one of the things that he actually like said was um you can follow us but you cannot stay here and follow us that's so what yeah why would he like what did he think it was okay like a a religion or just like a belief or here's what i think so he believed he told people that the saucer that was taking them from the Hale bop comet would take them into eternity and into heaven and they're all the exact same again denying individuality to the last possible moment um 21 women 18 men it's the largest mass suicide ever on u.s soil and um the another crazy thing about it is that one of the people who received one of the packages and knew that the suicide was going to happen because they'd been a member of the cult actually went to the mansion and walked in and videotaped it for two minutes before Mm -hmm. any police had got there before anyone had gotten there uh because they hadn't even called the police yet. No one knew. Walked in there and videotaped for like two minutes all the bodies laying in these bunks. And then that person anonymously called the police and told them what was going on. That's insane. What What about the video? Where is it? It's on YouTube. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I've seen it. It's so disturbing. Because it really, it looks like everyone's asleep. You know? Uh-huh. Everyone's asleep in the exact same position. That's is crazy yeah it's really disturbing and that's not even like that's wasn't even the end of it because all the 39 people had committed suicide the total death toll of the entire thing was actually 41 people because after that two more cult members who hadn't been there on the initial day committed suicide because they believed that they had like they even though they left the cult and like defected they believed that they had like disappointed the cult and so they committed suicide Wow. in hopes of being able to follow them. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, another... I, I There's also, in this video, there's, like, this quote that I thought was amazing from this religious scholar talk who is an expert on cults. And he said that the way that people get you in is that, like, Applewhite created this sense of, like, fear and awe in all the members because he's saying, I'm a representative of the kingdom of heaven. Like, I'm here, and I am something above. And so... Uh, this expert on cults said that the way they get you in is because they give the skin of a truth stuffed with a deadly lie, which I think is a great way of putting it. Of Like, there's all these things that seem so familiar, like Mm -hmm. Jesus, God, the end times, like the second coming of Christ, the resurrection, all this stuff. But then there's just the little like, oh, well, you can believe all that stuff. So then it shouldn't be a stretch to know, like, here's the ending part of it is that you just have to commit suicide and then you can go to heaven. Yeah, you know, like it's just completely. There's the part. There's the deadly lie. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like people that were already alienated, alienated. People that were looking for a religion are the people that were in this cult. Is like they didn't have anything, like necessarily, that was hooking them down, mm-hmm. or they were already feeling isolated, so they had a sense of belonging when they joined the cult. It was like something they could put their time into. Yeah. do something for like living for something yeah and actually the heavens gate website is still active run by two members of the heavens gate cult who didn't really? commit suicide in 1997 it's still active and it still like looks exactly like it yeah people follow the cult it still looks exactly like it did in 1997 the website does and it's still like people are active people are still like following the cult it's the two members that um didn't commit suicide say that they could they only wish that they had been there that day uh, to follow them. That's so weird. Yeah. Oh. So Are the reason people- I brought up the Museum of Death earlier is because at the Museum of Death, they death they actually have like four um They have two of the bunk beds that the actual Heaven's Gate cult members committed suicide in. And they have their outfits and their shoes and the patches that they wore all taken from the actual Heaven's Gate cult death scene. And now it's like preserved in that museum. But it's just like it's such a tragic story because, I mean, like you had a cult member who's I think they had like cult members in their early 20s who committed suicide. And it's just like. 39 people 41 if you count everyone who committed suicide because of the cult is just like yeah. it really was like a deadly deadly thing and it happened and it was thriving for like 20 27 years or something more than that I don't know it's just like it's horrifying to think about and just to think about the fact that you're watching these videos of him like Marshall Applewhite yeah, and you're hearing him talk and he sounds so certain and at some points you're like I could totally see how I could, like, be in a cult if I didn't, ha- like, know better or if I didn't yeah. have anything else going for me. It's, like, it's so much about, like, like be, a part, be a part of something. And, like, he sounds so certain that you're, like, oh, maybe. But then it's, like, look what happens. Yeah. Like, that's the difference between a cult and, like, pyramid scheme is in a cult it's, like, are you willing to give me your life? Mm-hmm. And I do think that Marshall Applewhite hated himself I think he hated himself for being gay and I think that he hated himself for the fact that his marriage ended and he got fired from his job and he was basically a loser and I think he hated himself really like I think it's a bummer that like because he was ashamed of being gay it led to this like Mm -hmm. he really didn't have anything to be ashamed of and it's just like I think that in the end this was more about he didn't want to lose his credibility as the cult leader and he couldn't keep them waiting forever. Yeah. So he just... And also, I think he wanted to commit suicide. And so that's what he decided. Well, if I'm going to go, I'll take everyone everyone with with me. me." Yeah. That's so, like, awful that had to come to that. Yeah. But that's the um, horrifying, really, like, just... It's such a bummer story of the Heaven's Gate cult. I would say... Bit of a bummer. Yeah, it just doesn't leave you feel with any sense of like, there's no justice, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you what you can't arrest a cult, you can't arrest cult members who like s- say that all they want to do is spread the ideology. Like you can't, yeah. you can't kill an idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that you, sh- like, not th- yet. Yeah, you just can't. You can't kill an idea. And it's like they, it was their choice. Yeah, you can't. stop But them they'd been completely today. brainwashed. Like it's just so it's sad it's really sad. sad and the woman who's who started that newsletter to connect all the families her son committed suicide oh yeah that really sucks i mean the whole thing the whole thing really sucks oh awful okay that's that is not though what i thought happened really <laughs> what yeah, do you think happened? i thought there was one i think there's a cult it might be a different one or some guy maybe it's the other one you're talking about he like like set them on fire or something or like set that like they were like in a church and he like set it on fire and like locked all the door so they couldn't get out like didn't tell them that they were all gonna die but like thought that it was part of the religion i i don't know have heard of that i can't i'm blanking on the name i'm sure someone will remind me on the instagram but yeah i i completely forgot that one but yeah i i'm really surprised you haven't heard of heaven's gate I, I, because I mean, even like, the name sounds familiar, but I didn't know anything about it. So Nike, like, the shoes that they were wearing, they're all wearing these black and white yeah. Nike shoes. They just them Seriously? after that happened. But now, like, people sell those shoes as collectibles. Like, not the ones they were wearing, but, but just like, those, those shoes, shoes in general will go for, like, $7,000 a pair. Whoa. Because they're the Heaven's Gate shoes, you know. That's so weird. Yeah, and it's like, ever just, I'm just really surprised because I feel like it is such a big thing it's like the biggest mass suicide in united states history so it's just such a like you know heaven's gate is probably one of the most notable cults of all time because it has probably Uh one of the highest numbers of casualties i would say yeah well that's weird yeah i can't believe all that stuff though is like still on youtube yeah it's really really creepy like if you don't get freaked out by like seeing crime scene photos or any of that like you might be interested in going to watch some of that stuff because it is really like i mean it's like incredible that they actually have footage from like all these things happening and like the footage of marshall applewhite speaking about all this stuff happening it's like really crazy that they actually have that stuff but it it is like deeply disturbing yeah definitely i mean i wouldn't I don't know that I would just, like, go walk It What I, it actually happened to me on accident because I clicked on an article to, like, research about it. And it just, like, boom. First thing was the video of someone walking around with all the bodies in the bunks in uh. this beautiful mansion in, like, near San Diego. And I'm like, okay, no, didn't necessarily want to see that, but yeah. it's out there. I think it has, like, there's, like, videos with, like, millions of views on YouTube. It's just crazy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and there's, it's just extremely well-documented. Like, there's yeah. pictures and videos and, you know, they were partially an internet cult, so. Yeah, if they're, like, the first to put it on the internet. I, I always think about this. Do you think you could get recruited into a cult? Recruited? Like, as part of it, you mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I could get recruited because I, I don't think that's, like, the hardest I don't, I mean, do you, are you asking if uh, you think I would believe in a cult, like believe yeah. in something? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't really, I mean, I feel like if you asked anyone, they'd be like, I love uh, that. I don't think so. Like, well, I mean, cause you could ask that to anyone and they'd be like, oh, absolutely not. Like, obviously I wouldn't be recruited into a cult, but like, I, no one's ever tried to recruit me into a cult. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like, I mean, like. Yeah, I don't really know how to answer that question. Like, I, feel I like, hope not. I feel like when I was a y- little younger, like maybe when I was fifteen or, or sixteen, when I was little younger, <laughs> I would have been able to be recruited into a cult like pretty easily. <laughs> but I feel like now that I've learned about cults and stuff, I feel like I'm on the watch. Like I would never trust. I don't even trust like door to door salesmen. Yeah, not someone trying to pitch me on when you like were eternal saying, life. When you were like talking about that. I was like thinking about like salespeople. I was like, that's dang, the hardest I don't trust sale them. of your life. Yeah. There was one instance where they literally went to this town in Oregon and one out of every 30 people in the entire town joined them. Joined the The cult? cult? Yeah. They like all defected eventually, but still. It's like they're, that's another thing about cults. It's kind of like serial killers in the way where it's like, you have to be just so charming. Yeah. You have to make people want to follow you. Like want to like just drop everything for you. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Crazy, crazy, crazy. crazy. Cults are real sketchy to me because it's just like mass hysteria. Like everyone thinks what you're doing is okay. Yeah. I mean, think of that one guy. I'm it's the happiest thing I can imagine. I'm going home. What a weirdo. Not a weirdo. He was like brainwashed into a cult. It happens to a lot of people. Oh, I thought, you were, like t- 3, I thought you were talking about There's cults that have like 3,000 members. you're talking about um actual oh apple white no that was a that was one of the members who said that in his exit video they all got to make little videos but yeah it's just crazy like i said well documented yeah definitely but anyway on that slightly disturbing note (laughs) i think it's time to transition into my favorite segment on this show happy things so, we're just going to give, like, one good thing that happened in our week, one good thing that's going to happen in our week, just kind of end this show on a little bit of a happier note. Uh, Noelle, would you like to start? Sure. I, I haven't thought of anything. Usually, you give me more time, and I... Do you want me to start? Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, my happy thing for this week is... Did you just hear that? Did... I think my cat just crashed into the door. I think so, too. I heard, like, a... Wah! I heard, oh like, guys, a... I heard... Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <what> was <laughs> like, oh my uh, gosh, poor baby. Or maybe we're just both on edge and we heard like a creak and now we're like, and now we're like, it's a cult. It's a cult. <laughs> a cat <laughs> has joined a, a cult. Yes. Oh my god. What? So cute. Well, cat so cult? cute. That's the only cult, cult I could be recruited Aww. into. Okay, that's just, okay, continue. Anyway, so I think my happy thing for this week, this is going to sound so lame, but I finished The Mandalorian today and. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. And I think my happy thing is just that show because it was so good. And I'm really looking forward to the next season. Plus my anniversary with Harley's coming up. Two years. I love that finishing a series was before your <laughs> two-year anniversary. Well, that's going to be like next episode's happy thing after we go on our anniversary okay, date. Well then- but I'm just looking forward to it. I see. I see. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Still on break. Life's good. Living. And that's pretty much it. And that's a pretty much it copyright oh yeah that that is not allowed noelle what's uh what's your happy thing well i'm on break right now i'm on winter break i can't think of like a specific thing i think just like the past week or so has been nice because i've really done nothing (laughs) like like i've hung out with my friends most days i our oh our um our family came to visit our aunts and grandpa came to visit and that was fun but nothing like specific like it was just a good like week and a half like i didn't do much except for like fun like random things or just like slept a lot took a lot of naps that was we had like the opposite breaks of each other i feel like i haven't had like any time to chill out that sounds like a you problem (laughs) i'm doing doing swell i'm well, now I have like a lot of work to do, a lot of homework, but this is happy things, so we're not gonna discuss that. <laughs> Get out of here. Get- with that. Ew, I don't want to. But anyway. That's good. Those are good happy things. Honestly, being on break is just like one giant happy thing. Yeah. It feels like summer for some reason. Like I know it's not really that for warm, real. But like it feels like summer and I'm like, oh, summer is like right around the corner, but I have like a whole another semester. Yeah. And I just That's how don't. I feel too. Blech. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not done fine. with that but anyway let's not think about that let's just think about break and a few more glorious days yes a few more i keep trying to say to myself like like if this was a normal week then tomorrow's friday which means i still have all of this time like usually i only have one weekend so, I ke- <laughs> this, like, doesn't make sense. I think I'm No, just I crazy. Get what you're saying. You're like, trying I keep, to, like, yeah. extend the time. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, well, usually I only have one weekend. So, that's a lot of time. Even though it's, like, not really because it's, like, two days. Yeah. But I'm, like, keep saying to myself, like, oh, I have all this time because – and I just haven't done any of my homework. <laughs> and I have, like, eight like a day. And uh, you're not going to do it tomorrow, let's be honest. Yeah. But being honest with myself, I'm just going to do it Sunday. Eee! <laughs> anyway, anyways, <laughs> well, I think we're going to end the episode there. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to find horrible things on a day when it's not Tuesday, you can go ahead and find us on Instagram at Horrible Things Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Horrible Things. You can find us on Patreon at slash horrible things. And, Noelle, would you like to tell them about the Twitter handle? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> at Horrible Things P. Just can, the letter. Yeah, you can thank Noel for that one. Okay, yeah. all the other ones were taken. No, I I'm don't want to hear I'm about this. I'm not mad. It's okay. I feel like you are. No, I'm not mad. You can't see her face right now. But she's <laughs> mad. Whatever. um But you can find us on Twitter at horrible things peak, can find us oh on hopefully on Google Play, like. Two weeks from now, which would be nice. um But other than that, just thank you guys so so much for listening today. Make sure to tell your family, your friends, your cat Colt all about this podcast. And if you want to support it even more, you can go ahead and leave a like and a, a like and review. It's a comment and rate a review, a I feel, rate and review like a Apple Podcast. <laughs> so thank you guys so so much for listening. And I just want to let you guys know that you should never let the imagination machine steal your joy. And if somebody asks you to join a cult, say, I don't think so. And most importantly, <laughs> don't, don't do horrible things. <laughs> Emma, turn